Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Let us not forget your dream team. Vladdy, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joey Turner, groomer Joey Volani, Dr. Debbie, all working hard to answer your questions. Uh, your most vexing dog, cat, iguana, flamingo issues that you have, whatever animals you might have. Skunks, they're becoming more popular these days. I want one. <laughs> And Stacy Cohn working hard in the newsroom. Stacy, what's going on? So you think your dog's smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. You think maybe smarter than a CPA? <laughs> I've got a story about a lab that's uh, pretty good with math. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. I'm going to stick around for that, and also because I get a paycheck for sticking. I, it's not a big paycheck. <laughs> Far you wait from a minute. A you get a paycheck? <laughs> you just get uh, prizes from the prize closet. Take home. Take anything you want from the prize closet. Yes. Joey Volani, working hard on giving you grooming tips that can save you money, tell you when your groomer might be ripping you off. Last week, I'm sorry, two weeks ago, kind of a controversial show for him, basically because yeah, yeah you, you were giving some tips away on, on some upcharges that perhaps some bad groomers might be doing. And you got calls. Right. You got calls all week long from all your groomer friends. Uh, they were. I got yeah calls from a trade show that was going on in Chicago where there were two thousand groomers there. Oh boy! And um, they put they you put live on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and and it it came through that um Joey Vellani's dissing us. Um, and it was it was my you know troops basically that wasn't at the show. So I got all these calls and um hey you know what it is what it is. But they all agreed with me when I explained and. and and they listened to the show, and then they said, okay, you know, we agree with you. Yeah, you okay. know, if they're good groomers, they have nothing to worry about. Yeah, only the, That's right. Only That's the bad groomer should be frightened from a visit from Joey Volani. Because I'm be coming a, for yeah. you. I'm coming for all of you. I think everybody on the show it says it like it is, really. I mean, we don't uh, paint it rose-colored for anybody. Dr. No Debbie sugar coating. tells you like it is. Uh, certainly, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, a lot of times says more than he should, but uh, he, he tells it like it is. Joey Volani tells it like it is, and, of course, animal communicator Joey Turner tells it exactly like the animal says it is, right? <laughs> they, they probably think we're crazy. Animals think we're humans are crazy? Got Very play. often. They think, well, and they think we're really funny, too. They think we're funny in a yes. funny ha-ha way or, boy, that's a funny person. Funny in the boy, is that a strange thing? Strange thing. What are some of the strange things that we do that animals don't understand? Or maybe they do understand, just think they're strange. <laughs> well, we tend to worry a lot, and animals typically don't. So... I think we were talking about this a little bit ago about animals. Um, people like to kind of project into the future, and animals don't do that. So when we're talking about, well, this could happen or that could happen, yeah, usually uh, they're bad things. What ifs? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And we usually that. what if bad stuff, not good stuff. They don't do that. They tend to what if good stuff if they what if at all, which mostly they don't. Uh, I'm looking down at Ladybugs. She doesn't look like she's what if She's not what if whatsoever. She's very happy. She's just lounging. So let's hit the phones. What do you say, guys? 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. You're listening to Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Cats have been blamed for triggering asthma attacks in humans for years. But now vets are blaming humans for giving their cats allergies. 
Veterinarians in Scotland are finding that dusty homes, uh-oh, cigarette smoke and even human dandruff can irritate the lungs of a cat and trigger allergies. Cats with feline asthma syndrome have symptoms just like humans. They cough, wheeze, and have shortness of breath. It affects one in 200 cats and is more common in pedigree oriental breeds like Siamese cats. Researchers are studying the similarities in cat and human asthma patients to better help treat the illness. But in the meantime, I better start dusting. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio, and remember how very, very important it is to spay or neuter your pet. No, that's terrible. Okay, start again. (laughs) This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio, urging you to spay or neuter your pet. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Don't forget your dream team. Animal Radio's dream team consists of groomer Joey Volani, Dr. Debbie, animal communicator Joy Turner, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and occasionally Susan Sims, Britt Savage, and Vinnie Penn. It's a lot of people to take control of, and you do a wonderful wow. job with doing that. Big staff, actually. It is. It is a pretty amazing staff, and that's why they call us, well, they call you part of the dream team. Joy Turner, how are you doing? I'm just doing wonderfully, Hal. Are you going to want to talk to some animals today? Absolutely. I think that's just the reason I wake up every morning. Okay, which is good. You like your job. You don't ever wake up and say, you know, I really am just not in the mood to talk to animals today. I absolutely never do. It's always like, oh, how do I get some more to talk to today? you got to love that. So hey, Joy, yeah? do, do you get pets that don't want to stop talking to you? I do, actually, yes. She did and get the motor. It happens out. more wow. often than you might think. Okay. You just have to say, honey, um, please, I really need to go talk to this other person now over here, so I'll come back and talk to you later. And they always pop back I, in later and go, okay, can we complete our talk now? That's like how Hal does that to me a lot, so <laughs> I can understand it really. Okay, well, let's go to the phones. It's all about the listeners right now. It's not about us. one 405 Stacy working hard in the newsroom, tolerating our nonsense. What is going on? Well, one family in Queens, New York, had the scare of their life. Their van was taken with their kids inside of it and their pet poodle, Colette. But you know what? Colette saved the day. That van was returned. Everybody was safe. And I'll tell you why and how. Coming up on Animal Radio News. That's on the way. Uh, Let's take a phone call for Joy Turner, animal communicator Joy Turner. We have Kathy on the phone. Hi, Kathy. Welcome to the show. Well, I wanted to ask about my dog, Ramsey. We've had him for, I think, two, two and a half years. And what he does is, if I'm laying down in bed and my husband comes near, he goes crazy, like barking, barking, you know, nasty barking. If my husband's in bed first and I come there, it's, you know, nasty, nasty barking. And I have no idea why. Okay, well, and this is nasty barking at you when the husband's in the bed first, correct? Right. And usually it's me in there first. So it's gotten to where, not just when he walks in the bedroom, if he walks past the bedroom, You know, I don't know why he thinks he needs to protect people when they're in bed. And he does. He sees it. It's more of a territorial thing for him. And whoever's got it first, it's theirs. Mm -hmm. So I can try to explain this to him for you. And I'm thinking that probably speaking to Vladi about some training things for him would be a good idea, too. So what I'm going to talk to him about, and you can do the same, is that the bed is for everybody. And he tells me, no, it's not. 
Before you explain to him, and I know you will do your magic, I just want to put in the simple terms. My dear friend, that dog is thinking you're his bitch. That's it. You belong to him. You are in his possession. Well, we've got to, we've Please. actually had behaviors trainers, you know, in for him because he had a lot of problems when we first got him. And this is the one thing that we haven't been able to get over. Okay, and I think this is going to take a really concerted effort. Now, I can tell you the way I would do it training, and then I don't know if Lod's got some things he'd like to add. What I would do is the one who is in the bed has to make it be not okay. So it isn't the one coming to the bed that has to make it be not okay. It's the one that's already in it that he's protecting, defending, giving the territory to. So the one in the bed, I would suggest to go ahead and move him off the bed and tell him no or stop or whatever word you use when you're training him. And then bring the other person onto the bed. In other words, get out of the bed, walk over. For instance, you would get out of the bed, walk over, bring your husband over. The two of you get on, and then if you want to have him come on, then invite him on. That's exactly right, but I would first suggest that dog shouldn't be in the bed. The dog who is showing mark of aggression should not be in the dog bed in the first place. I would put him in the nice crate next to me for the first week. And after that, I would use the dog bed. And after that, maybe, maybe as the privileges, I would allow him to jump in the bed. And uh, basically what's happening is he's organizing coalitions with anyone who is in the bed against intruder. It is the pack law. Once you left the bed or, or once I'm in the bed close to someone, you cannot approach close. If you would go, if somebody would go and go to pee through the night, he will not be able to come back without your dog being growled. So this is the very important, and the Joe is totally right. Um, if you got to do, if you got to play in the Russian roulette, and don't listen to me, and still keep him in the bed, and try to resolve this uh, symptoms of the problem, well, the best solution would be having the leash on your dog, and armed with a pet convincer device, and, um, you know, if he growls, you momentarily push the air, uh, release the air, and after snap him away slightly from you, the key, so he would not be touching you, because when he's touching you, that's the, that's what he's gonna aggravate the growling. Um, and if he yeah. doesn't growl, I mean, the person who is approaching must give him American cheese or kalbasa. And the key is it must come from cellophane bag. He make the noise and he's approaching. The dog hear the noise. He doesn't need to scent it. He knows the good thing is coming. If the person who is coming to the bed, he's the good cop. The one who is lay down in the bed with him is the bad cop. I know sometimes the people who ask me questions, they don't listen to the answer. They think about the next question to ask, but that's it just gave you the exact thing which needs to be done. Joy, can you tell him at all uh, what's going on? Or perhaps he could be last in bed. You know, and I, that's why I started to tell him that that bed belongs to everybody. But he doesn't believe that. He told me no. And most dogs don't tell me no when I tell them something. Um, <laughs> so he's a little bit hard-headed, I would say, and has his well, opinion about things. And yeah. so, yes, I can certainly talk to him and tell him the way you would like it. And that's another thing that I would suggest that you do. And remember, when you speak, you speak by making pictures in your mind as well as the words. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. make pictures of showing him Everybody being in bed, happy, and whoever wants to can get up and come back in, and everybody's all happy about it, and then reinforce it like Lottie and I have talked to you about. And um, he tells me that he thinks he is doing so much better than he was before. I would also compliment him on 
everything else he's doing that you do like so that he's not looking and just getting the, the disapproval. Right. I do Does that tell make him he's sense? smart and sweet and he's learned so much because, yeah, I almost thought we'd have to put him down because he was biting and he was so rotten when we first got him. Yeah, so you know? you're just going to keep... Yeah. Um, keep reinforcing all of those things by actually saying when he does something, I really like that. You learn that so well. You can learn this too. Here's what we want. And then just kind of like constantly reinforcing that because that's how we all learn anything. It's by constantly doing the same thing that we do want over and over again. And that's how it becomes a pattern in our brain. Yeah. And, and I do agree with what Lottie said. It's just, you know what, because I'm sleeping and we tried this for, you know, after we had the trainer and, and then we just became like, I guess I became lazy because I was sleeping, you know. I didn't put that much effort into it. Can I ask you, what does he think about the other dog that we got, Piggy? Mm, he tells me he doesn't really have much of a thought about that dog. Oh, okay. How does he behave with He's, that dog? Um, good. He wants to play, but I don't think she wants to. And then he, uh, if she goes on the bed, he knows that she will follow her. And he jumps off the bed, goes running, and she goes running after him. And then he comes back up on the bed. And I swear he's going like, haha. Well, and actually, that is, he thinks that's a great game with her, but he feels rejected by her. Oh, okay. Because she doesn't want to do what he wants to do. That's why yeah. he doesn't have much of a thought about her. It's like, I'm going to, you know, I feel rejected. So it isn't that he doesn't like her. It's just I'm not yeah. going to think about her because she rejects me. Yeah, I, we had to bring her in for a surgery and twice. And then the next surgery, it, it was after that that... She was kind of, you know, didn't play with him anymore or anything. So. And, you know, this is a whole issue that you may want to call me for a private session. You can get a session with Joy during the week, and it's a half-hour session, right? Correct. Well, it's in half-hour increments, so okay. you could schedule 10 hours if you wanted to, but they're in <laughs> half-hour increments. It's, I haven't had any quite that long, but they do get long sometimes. And people can do that from your website, or they can learn more at your website at joyturner.com. Absolutely. Along Thank with you a bunch. all so much. Thank you, Kathy, for listening Thanks, to Animal Kathy. Radio. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. 
Join Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America as they team up for the third annual Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Mobile Adoption Tour. Sponsored by Protection One, Animal Radio, Adopters Advantage, and American Muttergrease Club. The life-saving tour kicks off September 7th and travels across the United States to raise awareness of the importance of adopting a pet from a shelter. One lucky pup will be featured in an upcoming issue of Fido Friendly Magazine. Log on to AnimalLeague.org or FidoFriendly.com slash blog to learn more. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and neuter your animal and abuses are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. Okay, we got to move on, guys. Okay. You're stifling us. I have to. Somebody's got to keep schedule. I got a time schedule. 1-866-405-8405. <laughs> we come up with these big creative ideas. Vladi and I are brainstorming in the corner during the break. And you're like, hurry up, hurry I'm up, hurry up. I'm in the corner pulling my hair out. <laughs> come on, I, I was. I would say very, very, very plain, uh, plain to you. Just a little bit bitchy with with us today, my dear producer. You know. You know I wish and, I had like uh, shock things on your seat. I could I shock know, you guys every time. You should not do that. I am the, one of your t- top talents, and you should be nice to yeah. me. Human convincer. That's what you need is yeah, a human convincer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones here in just one second. I want to thank Stella and Chewies for sponsoring this portion of Animal Radio. You know they're damn proud of it too. They have a great food that we've been talking about for years, their dog food. Now they have a cat food. At our request, of course, we said our cats seem to like the dog food, so why not make a cat food? So they put the formula together with all the great proteins, and it's 100% raw meat. All these dinners are made without grain, fillers, artificial preservatives, coloring, sugar, or salt. It is good stuff, and we'd like to send you a sample. That's how sure we are that you're going to love Stella and Chewy's. We want to send you a sample. All you need to do. I, lo- is- I love that. Dog- I love that cat food and dog food. You know, I love the dog food a lot. I don't have a cat. I'm not the spokesperson for the cats, <laughs> but <laughs> but a few of my clients, you know, who I introduce the cat food, they just uh, adore and love it because you know it's a really we no grain. We ought to get you a cat. Yeah, bloody <laughs> you cat. cat. You you're the cat expert. <laughs> you know, I, I, because of your cat, my dog never. My German Shepherd Mika never can enjoy the show because every time when your cat is just looking at my dog. From the you know from that shelf, and just she's <laughs> nervous all the time because of your cat. I your child that. is bad. I noticed that. There is Our a little cat's bit of animosity. the boss. Okay. Well, let us send you a sample of the Stella and Chewy. Send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. The address over at animalradio.com. Please designate if you want a dog food sample or a cat food sample. Now that we have that option, let's go to the phones and let's take another one for Doctor Debbie. We have Patty on the phone. Hey, Patty. Yes. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> Uh, we're here. <laughs> oh, little, that doesn't sound encouraging. Uh, a little upset. Um, so, so what's going on there? We, uh, well, I had noticed that our our dog, which I don't like to call him a dog, but <laughs> what he is, was acting a little lazy, lethargic. Uh, so, uh, a few days passed, and my husband told me he thought it was the heat even though our house is 68 degrees. And he thought, you know, Ben's 11, he's slowing down. And I just finally insisted that we take him to the vet. They, uh, I can't remember, it's been a month ago. We, The first thing we did was two weeks of uh, antibiotics because they thought maybe he had a bladder infection. Uh, so we did a two-week course of antibiotics. And after that, we took another urine sample over and they checked it, and we did another two weeks of antibiotics. 
Um, so it was a total of four weeks, and we were just back again on uh, Wednesday for a sonogram and an x-ray because I had told her that his stream was very slow. Okay. And that's when we were told that they thought it was not an infection, that it could be uh, prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have an appointment on Wednesday with a um, cancer doctor in Gaithersburg, Maryland, for Ben. Um, okay. But my question to you was, would there be any um, natural solution to, you know, is there would there be a natural way we would be able to treat him for this? Yeah, and um, and I'm assuming you said that they're done an ultrasound, a sonogram, so they've done like X-rays as well, and and then checked Just, his urine. What what were they seeing in the urine that was of concern? Do you know? Well, they said there were red blood cells in there. Okay. And and also, <clears throat> when we met with the vet on Friday, she said there was also some funny looking cells in there, which oh, okay. which you know she. That's what she's thinking. But she said her equipment is old, and where we're going is state-of-the-art, and it's with a radiologist, and this is the place to go to be sure. And But her questions to me were, was Ben neutered young? And, and I said, yes, and they did it at that facility. He was a year when that was done, and what she's seeing on the x-rays and the sonogram are showing that what she thinks should not be there. Mm-hmm. Apparently, okay. it's a little, I, I don't know, I don't understand at all. It's very involved for me. Yeah. Apparently, she's and seeing a prostate that's bigger, or maybe I guess it's not even supposed to be there. Yeah, and in, in a neutered dog, the prostate's generally pretty small because what makes the prostate big in male dogs is testosterone. Um, right. That's what drives that to get enlarged. And um, in an unneutered male, there's some degree of an enlarged prostate. That's normal, and we expect it. Um, if it gets to be excessive, um, then, you know, there's the conditions of, you know, prostate cancers. And in, in an unneutered dog, we worried about... Um, benign prostatic hyperplasia, which is just hormone-fed. So if they're not neutered, we've got a couple other things that we look at. If we have a neutered pet, yeah, our concern for cancer with a big prostate goes much higher to the list. Um, I don't think it's that big. Um, And also, because she's seeing something on the screen, does that necessarily mean that it's a malignant thing. Could it be a benign thing? It certainly could. And, and I'm not sure exactly what she was seeing, but if she was seeing a little difference on the sonogram, maybe uh-huh. a little, uh, you know, not quite so equal on one side to the other, you know, there could be cysts there. We could be dealing with some infection in there. Um, uh-huh. Those type of things are less common in a neutered male than um, in one that's intact. But, yeah, there's certainly some steps that, you know, or some other things that might be causing that. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm glad to hear that you are going, you know, to get some further oh, imaging, yeah. further testing. And even oh. if you don't have those kind of things available, there's some ways that we can sample the prostate to get some idea of, you know, whether or not we might have some problems. Now, whether, you know, the specialists do a needle biopsy, a sampling of the prostate, that's one direct way. Um, uh-huh. In other cases, we may do what we call a prostate wash. And that's kind of like taking a urine sample with a catheter, but we actually just kind of 
tickle the prostate a little bit and um, get some cells from there. And that might help us in some cases to diagnose cancer in kind of a non-invasive way. Um, but okay. I'm sure with a specialist on board, there's, you know, there's CT scans, all that wonderful stuff that can really be very useful in, in diagnosing something of an organ that's, you know, really tucked up in there in the pelvis area. It's really kind uh-huh. of, um, you know, hard to see um, mm-hmm. on a physical exam. We have to do, unfortunately, the old glove exam on them. Well, so, I you think, didn't, um, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to ask, you didn't mention if he was having a frequency of urinating or any kind of accidents in the house, things like that. Well, yeah, he has been. Friday night, he got us up four times in the night mm. to go out. And um, there is, it's not an even flow, it's like a jerky, you know, flow. Like there's something in there that's keeping him from getting it out, okay. you know, emptying okay. the bladder. Yeah, and, you know, I guess kind of jumping ahead, you know, if, if we do have, you had asked about some, like, are there holistic remedies? And, yeah. you know, for cancer, I'd have to say, you know, cancer is, you know, its own little creature um, that I, I don't typically recommend solely holistics um, for that type of diagnosis. Um, now, if we have a benign prostate-type problem, there are some holistic therapies and even acupuncture out there that can be used for those conditions. But if we actually have more of a cancer process, then I would always encourage um, to combine any kind of um, alternative medicine along with a conventional medicine so that we can get okay. um, the best um, uh, approach for the pet's uh, comfort and survival. There was something mentioned, a radioactive something for him should it be cancer, and I can't remember what it was. I've, my brain is, is full, and I can't retain everything they've told me that may be available at the other place. They're definitely if it's if it's a specialty center where they have some of these high tech skills. Yeah, there's you know radiation therapy, but there's targeted um, therapy for different cancers where they basically uh, target that particular uh, organ, and okay. uh, that can be you know very useful when we don't want to cause a lot of other uh, tissue irritation or problems with other organs. So yeah, there are some really great therapies out there, and um, you know. It's a tough disease, I'll be honest. So if yeah. that is what you're dealing with, it sounds like you're heading to the right place. And, uh, you know, I certainly wish your baby all the best there Thank as he's you. battling that. My vet told me that it was slow growing, but I did the wrong thing and went to the Internet and read where it isn't slow. It's uh-huh. very aggressive. That Internet will screw with you all the time. Yes, because oh. I just put myself through it in the spring with an, an issue for myself, and I had myself all worked up over it, and I, I knew I shouldn't have done that, and I turned around and did it again. Um, is there anything on that? I mean, do you know, or does it depend on the animal, or? Well, you know, I'd say in general, prostate cancers, if they're the adenocarcinoma variety, they can be quite aggressive. Um, but, um, you know, that doesn't mean that's what your baby has. And, and I'd have to say that the Internet, gosh, you know, <laughs> I've had all sorts of crazy diseases. My husband's diagnosed himself with breast cancer. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, okay. you know, you, you name it. You could pretty much think you got anything if you read it on the Internet. So I always caution people, you know, there's some great information on the Internet, but it's also combined with a lot of kind of inflammatory and sometimes scary information out there that may not be applicable to your situation. So always see your veterinarian and then kind of do your research and, and arm yourself with that um, right. internet research afterwards. I know one way so to... When I to- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Would there have been any um, symptoms that I should have noticed with him for that other than the flow? 
Most most of the time when we have a prostate uh, mass or an enlarging of the prostate from whatever cause, well, we can see problems with the urine stream, sometimes problems defecating as well where the poops don't come out in the normal size or they're kind of thin, ribbony, and then sometimes being lethargic. Um, even with prostatitis, infection in the prostate, a pet could be listless, not have a lot of energy. So, you know, there's a lot of different crossing over of these different conditions, but um, I wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't. Beat yourself up because it doesn't sound like there was a lot of warning signs in the, um, you know, along there very early on. But you know, definitely anything that's abnormal for your pets, um, normal activity, or their normal bowel habits, urine habits, um, you know, anything like that. You know, don't ever think that you're overreacting. It's always good to have that checked out. Well, we have our fingers crossed for you, and we wish you the best of luck. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for your call. Thank you too. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. One way to piss Dr. Debbie off is to walk into her office and say, I diagnosed it myself on the Internet. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ed Asher. You're on Animal Radio. Spay or neuter your animals, you dummies. <laughs> Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, do you have a chubby dog? Fat dogs tend to be colder than lean ones. According to a new study, it identifies a possible relationship between weight gain and body temperature. The findings were recently published in the International Journal of Obesity. And you know what? It could apply to humans and other mammals as well. Individuals who seem to have a tendency to be cold, and I'm freezing most of the time, may therefore be more susceptible to weight gain. The entire process appears to happen internally, so you can't just enjoy that extra dessert with the I'm cold excuse. Roberto Raffiniti, he's a professor of psychology and associate dean at the University of South Carolina, led the study. He said, we don't fully know the causes of the obesity epidemic that the U.S. is experiencing, but he said one possible cause that hasn't been studied is the relationship between a lower body temperature and obesity. He and his team compared the rectal temperatures nothing says bend over like a rectal thermometer to a dog, of 287 lean and obese dogs over several years. They found that larger dogs have lower temps than smaller dogs, and since size can be tied to the particular breed of dog and other factors, the scientists next focused on their weight. They determined that among canines of the same height and length, obese dogs have lower temperatures than lean dogs. California may be passing the CHIPS microtype, that is. A statewide pet microchip law has cleared the state Senate, and it's headed for a vote by the Assembly. The law sponsored by Senator Ted Lieu would require owners of either dogs or cats to have their pets implanted with the tiny chips. Lieu said that the studies show that three out of every four lost pets embedded with a microchip is happily reunited with their owners. Without the device, just one in ten pets finds their way back home.
A car thief who inadvertently scooped up a minivan with a couple kids and a poodle inside decided to drop the kids and the car at their home in Queens after the kids scolded him for trying to raid the change tray. This Somebody would bring back my kids and my dog for sure in a second. The father of the two boys in the would-be stolen van, Sebastian Rousseau, told the New York Post that it all began when he parked his car outside a store uh, to buy a leash for his toy poodle Colette. He left the car running brilliant guy. Shortly after Rousseau entered the store, another man ran in and told him that his van was stolen. He said he panicked. He ran out and flagged down a police car, and then uh, he and the police officer began a frantic search for his kids, but it was soon called off when his wife called and said, hey, you know what? The van's back in the driveway. (laughs) The would-be car thief got frustrated by the lack of change in the change tray and the constant yapping of Colette the Poodle. So he asked their kids the address and dropped them off at home. He ran out of the car with his shirt over his head. And Rousseau was just happy that, you know, his kids came back. He said, how mad can we be at him? He returned the car, and he told my son, if you weren't in the car, I would have taken it. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z it's Animal Radio, you lucky dog, celebrating our connection with our pets. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Getting a lot of calls, mainly in the last, I'd say, three or four months now. A lot of calls about fleas and ticks. In fact, we had our own infestation here at the Animal Radio Studios. It's just been horrible this summer. It really seems like it has been bad. And to confirm that it has been bad, we've brought on Dr. Mary Bryan from Mariel, one of the veterinarians over there. Doctor, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Why so bad this year? <laughs> Well, I have to say this. I'm so pleased you're airing this program this time of year because pet owners really tend to think once the summer's over, flea and tick season's over. Ah, not true. Um, And actually, flea and ticks, as the weather turns cooler, there's usually an explosion. Uh, Sounds like what you've experienced. And um, because they don't really do very well in hot, dry weather. So as the weather turns, we see more fleas and ticks, and ticks in particular are an expanding threat. Ah, uh, is a lot of the rain, much of the rain, responsible for any of this? We noticed much wetter season this year. Absolutely, these sort of natural climate fluctuations are are one of the one of the reasons we see more. Mm. Do fleas transmit any diseases? They do. Absolutely. They do transmit a disease called uh, bartonellosis. It's not terribly common, but we certainly see it. And I think though ticks have got to take the cake as far as uh, the amount of diseases they can carry. 
And even though they all look fairly similar, there's different species of ticks, uh-huh. and they each carry um, different types of diseases. Like Lyme disease, right? Like Lyme disease, yes. That's absolutely on my radar screen because I live up here in the Northeast. So certainly Lyme disease is on our radar. And you were asking me, you know, why are we seeing more? And that's the question I get all the time. Dr. Bryant, why am I seeing more? And my sort of sarcastic answer is because there, there are more. Therefore, you're seeing more. Um, take ticks, for example. Tick species. And again, with their diseases that they carry with them, they're occurring in new locations. Um, they're becoming more active throughout the year in these locations. And the tick densities, the sheer numbers of these ticks are significantly higher. Mm. Are these diseases fatal? They absolutely can be. Um, things like Lyme disease. Now, Lyme disease manifests itself differently in dogs than it does in people. However, there is a rare manifestation of Lyme disease called Lyme nephropathy. Um, that where, where dogs absolutely can die. It's, it's really heartbreaking here practicing in the Northeast. It is something I've seen, and it's quite heartbreaking. Diseases like uh, Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. That really exists. <laughs> absolutely can be uh, fatal. And again, I'm in the Northeast, and you wouldn't think that would be something that we would worry about, but there have been cases reported of Rocky Mountain in the Philadelphia area in pets and their owners, and guess what? These people and pets have not traveled. Mm. So it kind of goes back to my, my point of, hey, ticks are, there's more and different tick species in different places where there were before. Mm. What, uh, what kind of treatment do you expect uh, spot on? Uh, treatment is, is the best treatment, not treatment, I guess preventative. Right, and actually, you know what, you, you bring up a good point, and I'm, I'm going to tell you that really what you need to do and I would ask pet owners, is to be more proactive than reactive. So what do we do? We see a tick, we see a flea on our pet, and we go, ah, you know, there's a, there's a flea, there's a tick, and you run to your veterinarian, yep. and, and you go from there. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. I, I mean. <laughs> he sounded like that, too. I would too. love for people to be a little bit more proactive. So I'll try to paint a picture here. Next time you have a poppy seed bagel, and I'm sorry if this is your favorite food because I may ruin it for you forever. Um, next time you have a poppy seed bagel, take one of those poppy seeds, put it on a white piece of paper, and just look at the size of that. The size of a poppy seed is the size of a nymphal exodes tick. That's a deer tick wow. that carries lime. And then take that wow. poppy seed and put it on your dog and tell me if you can see it. And so it goes back to being proactive and preventive. Because I think that the more I understand about biology and ecology, I can tell you um, around the country we're really starting to recommend monthly application of of these spot-on products. And, again, your veterinarian is the expert when it comes to knowing which ticks are there. You mentioned a few states, California, um, New Mexico, Connecticut. Your veterinarian sees hundreds of dogs and cats a week. So they really understand the, the local geography, and they understand what species of ticks they're seeing, when they're seeing them, and then they also know what diseases wow. they carry. And then they can tell pet owners, you know, what, what product to use. Some products are flea only, so you want to make sure that you talk about flea and tick products if, you know, that's 
a problem in the part of the country that that you live in. Wow. Joey, do it. Does anybody ever come in and you, you see their animal is full of fleas and you just don't want to treat it because you don't want that exposed to the to the rest of the store? What happens? You know, you'd like to do that, but you have to, um, especially when it's, when it's that bad. I mean, we've had cases of dogs that have come in from fleas, and um, when you put them in the tub, the, I mean, the water came off, you know, blood red because mm. they had so many fleas and so much flea dirt was left mm. behind. Um, you, you know what? It's something I won't turn them away. It has it has to get done. The problem that that I've seen is um, they also when it's that bad, you need to do something in your home in your car because usually it, you know you got an infestation either home or or, in, or how you transported the dog and their bedding and all that. So it's a big process. You just got to educate them a little bit on it. These infestations um, take months and months to get rid of inside the home. It's not just a one and done sort of a deal. Um, so the, the education to try to make un, uh, pet owners understand just how their pet and their house became infested and how to prevent that. So important. You know, Doc, we learned we learned that the hard way, I mean, through the years because <laughs> you would you would treat it you would treat a dog and you know, I mean fleas will go anywhere, like you know, they'll go into the ears, they'll run across the eyes, they'll run up the dog's nose basically to get a, get away from the product. So I always I always did a complimentary second one um, a couple of days later if they wanted to come in, but a lot of times they were coming back in completely infested again. Oh, and yeah. um you know, then you'd tell them about their about their house and they would still come back in, you know, and swear to you they did everything right, got an exterminator, and then you realize, you know, well, how you, you know, the, the, I'm sure the transportation is um has has them in, a, in as well as the car. It's a great point. I mean, the um the like I said, it, the life cycle is quite complicated because the flea is just on the animal, and you can kill the adult flea, but what you really are worried about in the home is the other life stages of the flea, the flea eggs, the flea larva, and what's called pupa. And that's what's living in the carpets and in the floors. You know, I get calls, people uh, will call and say, this uh, flea medication, the spot-on, doesn't work anymore. It used to work years ago, but it doesn't work now anymore. Are fleas becoming more and more resistant to the medications that we're putting on them? All the data that we have seen, would, would the simple answer to that would be no. Um, so we certainly have tested all these products and we, and we keep our finger on the pulse, so to speak, of uh, resistance to fleas and ticks, but we have not seen that. Okay. Well, confirming everybody's worst fears, yes, there are more fleas this year. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Mary... Sorry to bring the bad news. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Mary Bryant, uh, the messenger on that news for Mariel. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. We have more Animal Radio on the way. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. 
Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or a checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com You're listening to Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team now. It could be Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Volani, or Dr. Deppy. It's toll-free. Line two. Line two. We have, which one is that? Bill. Hey, Bill. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you doing today? Doing good, Bill. What's up? You want to talk to Joy Turner? Oh, that's great. Um, I, I, Joy kind of gave me some information back when I was wondering about if my wife was cheating on me. And just recently, my ex told me that uh, she was going to put my favorite little dog that we own to sleep. And um, her name is Gladys, and she's uh, part Yorkie, part uh, Chihuahua. And I love her to death. Um, and I was just wondering if she uh, has put her to sleep yet or not, and if not, how she's doing. Gladys tells me that she thinks she's actually pretty sick because she thinks sick. she's pretty old. And would you uh, agree with she, both of those things? Old. She is old. She doesn't have any teeth. Um, she's starting to go blind. Um, and uh, my ex told me that she's starting to use the bathroom all over the house. Yeah, and Gladys says to tell you that she's really wanting to be out of her body, so it's not an issue to her. Okay, so she hasn't been put to sleep yet. Well, she hasn't answered that directly. Let me ask her directly where she is in relationship to her body. Okay. She tells me she's still in it, but she's really wanting to leave. Okay, well, maybe she's just hanging on until I can get back and say bye. Or maybe you just need to give her permission. You know, they'll do um, that yeah, often. If she needs to, um, that'd be, that, would be, that would be okay with me. I mean, because I'm not going to be home, and if okay, that's so too long for can, her, she really needs to go, will that be okay? I can tell her that it's all right with you since she would like to leave her body, that it's okay with her with you to do that. Yes? Okay. Um, would, would she just discorporate by herself, or would my wife need to take her and have her put down? She might. She she might. She might leave by herself. She doesn't really know that yet, um, but she might leave on her own. Okay. And she just gave me well, a big sigh of relief, Bill. So that's a good thing for you to do to release her and let her go do what she needs to do. Well, that would that would be fine. I mean, I, I love her. Uh, uh, she's my favorite out of all the dogs we've ever had. And uh, she says she knows I'm that. And you know the good thing about her going out of this body. She gets to come back in a new one, and she can come to you. Oh, that'd be great! That that would be that would be really awesome if that could happen. Because she had just she 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 just had the most awesome little personality. Well, that's her plan. She wants that to when she's great. out of this body, she's going to make a plan a new life, and she'll come back as a dog for you. That would be great, uh, Joy. Thank you so much for that information. You're very welcome. Thanks, Thanks for Bill. calling, Bill. 
1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Hey there. I am a tangle, of course. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're all tangled up there. I don't know that I'm even trying to untangle it. I'll just leave it nodding. (laughs) That's why she's America's favorite vet, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we have, uh, is it Lois? Hey, Lois. Hi, how are you today? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I have Dr. I just found you. Huh? You just found us? Yeah. Where have you been? I missed you. I was going, where is <laughs> Lois? Where is she? I, she's going to call in someday. Well, we've been here for about 10 years, and I'll just introduce you to the staff real fast since you're new, okay? Lois, I want you to meet Dr. Debbie. Hey there. She's our veterinarian. She, she'll, uh, she'll answer your vet medical questions. Uh, animal communicator Joy Turner. She can, Hello. She can communicate with your animals. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is taking a little break now. But he's in the green room, and uh, along with Joey Volani. And they can, uh, well, Joey is like a groomer. You might have seen him on Animal Planet. You watch Animal Planet at all? No, I don't. Okay, so then you haven't seen him. So he's brand new to you. But he can help <laughs> you with any grooming questions and Vladi with any dog behavior questions. But I understand today you have a medical question for which I have Dr. Debbie right here for you. <laughs> Hi. So what do you have going on, Lois? Okay, I have two Maltese. One, I was, someone gave her to me, said, please take my baby. I just can't, you know, handle her. Well, I took her, and she has this problem where she licks her feet. She licks and she licks. She wakes me up at night. She licks. She's got my other Maltese licking. I've been to the vet. They gave her, they told me to get Benadryl. That worked when it rose off. Then, of course, you know, it's back again. Then uh, I went back to the vet, and they gave her some steroids, which I didn't like, but we tried it. Didn't have any, any, you know. I bought some expensive tubes that stuff is supposed to make her not lick if she licks. You can hold her and love on her, and as you're doing it, she licks. Oh. So you said the other dog is now doing this behavior as well? The other dog is now doing it, yes, ma'am. And that's what I had since four months old. It, on the foot area, it, do you see any areas where there's lost hair or there's sores or red spots? No, but I did go to the groomers. They used to go once a month. They had that real long-haired floor, but I had room to cut it all off. They gave her, uh, they gave both of them a, a poodle puppy feet cut. But, you okay, know, sure. There was no, you know, shape. They're all shaved off except for the ears and their tail, and okay. they just lick. So my friend says, we'll just follow them out. Just poke them a little, like a mother dog would, and go, eh. So I did oh. that. <laughs> and it worked, but I'm not always there to do that. And well, sure, you got to sleep at night, right, Lois? <laughs> Oh, geez. Well, you know, the, the number one thing that causes dogs to lick their feet is allergies, the whole category of allergies in some form, whether they're inhalant allergies or food-related allergies. And if we saw some improvement with Benadryl, you know, maybe it's, you know, an allergy kind of playing role. But uh, you said the prednisone, the steroid, nothing happen- happened with that and nothing got better? The Benadryl slowed it down. So as it wore off, they started licking. And I don't want to keep them, you know, doped mm-hmm. up. 
Yeah, and you know, if a, a pet isn't responding with an itching or a licking behavior when we're giving a steroid, to me it says, eh, let's stop our direction because, you know, generally that works pretty nicely for most types of allergies. It doesn't work super for food-related allergies. So my number one thing I'd say is, in that category, is, you know, I'd get these kids on a hypoallergenic diet, something that's um, prescribed by your veterinarian, pref- preferably, so they can guide you through those steps and find something, stick with that for about four to six weeks and see if the foot licking um, decreases. If not, we may try another diet. But that's one thing that um, we can try from the source and try um, more uh, directly to control some of this itching. The other things to think about, when I have a dog that's itching and licking and I have multiple dogs in the house all doing the same behavior, i got to think about something infectious. And you know, not to scare you or freak you out, but there are some types of infections that um, dogs can have that can mimic normal things like allergies that we kind of blame for just about every skin condition out there. Um, and it's natural. We just want to, you know, kind of say, oh, he's just got allergies. That's why he licks that hole in his side or chews his feet or always has sores on his belly. That That's a common thing. But we can see microscopic parasites or mites that can be present in sometimes just select areas of a pet's body. It doesn't always have to be generalized like fleas or ticks. The other thing is we can run into... Um, uh, fungal infections, kind of like ringworm. And the foot area is not uncommon to either mites or fungal infections. So that for me would be, you know, I, I love CSI. I love kind of getting to the nitty gritty of finding out why these things happen and not just trying to throw medicine at, at animals that we don't really need to. So my recommendation would be have your vet take a couple samples, have them check for mites, have them check for a ringworm by a test method and try to rule that out as a possibility. But many pets, I will actually go on forward. If we've got multiple doggies in the house, I'll treat them for mites for a couple months and see if we're seeing any improvement in that foot licking and chewing. Um, because honestly, I can't tell you how many pets that I've seen come in year after year. Oh, I need medicine for the allergies. And then one time I finally get my samples and I finally get to do some tests and I say, wow, how do you feel about your dog having mites in their feet or in their back all this time? And we've been using the wrong approach. So, so definitely I'd say, you know, that would be one important step for you there. And, uh, you know, there are some doggies that foot licking it can be a behavioral uh, problem. So almost like an OCD issue. Um, before I blame that as a possible thing for your babies, um, you know, I'd want to make sure we check out these medical things and, and see if we can try some other remedies. Because, yeah, there, there's a lot more we can do for your babies there. Um, and little Maltese's, I bet their little feet are probably kind of stained red or even brown if they're licking them a lot, yeah. huh? Yeah, so rusty looking, especially on the one that was given to me. The other one, she just, she doesn't do it that much, but, uh, when she sees the one do it, then she starts to do it. If I'm home, I say no. She's Mm -hmm. still starting to look at me, glare at me. Oh, yeah, but you know, these white dogs typically, this brown staining, it almost looks like rust on their fur. It's from a pigment that is found in dog saliva and in their tears. So it's not blood necessarily, things like that. But yeah, that very kind of red brown staining is just a sign. It's a veterinary sign. We look around. If I see that, I usually can tell, ah, your baby's been licking, huh? <laughs> so. And, and so. she also, if you go to pet her, she'll lick your hand as you're coming to your. Your child pet her and she licks you the whole cheek. That tongue just never stops. 
Oh, okay, yeah. She, so she might have a little bit of some uh, doggy OCD there. Oh, gosh, there's so many things we can try for your baby. And I think that might be the, the key here is we, we need to kind of start some other remedies, do a little diagnostic test, and make sure we head down the right path here. Because, um, yeah, the, we could have a lot of different options here for your baby and what might be the right answer. So I hope that's not too much info to throw at you there, Lois, but we can do some things and and uh, give your babies a little scratch on the head and a little uh, lick on the ear if they like that or if you want to do that. <laughs> You're not grossed out. <laughs> this is Dr. Debbie. We are waiting for your call at 1-866-405-8405. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Animal Radio Dream Team. That includes pet travel expert Susan Sims, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Volani, Doctor Debbie, and of course Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Who not a day goes by, not a day goes by <laughs> that somebody says, "I like the Russian guy on your show." They never can pronounce your name, but they always they know you're the Russian trainer, and they say that's because why. they say it's true as it is. Because they just say that's it is, and that's what the people love it. They hate that's backstabbing and talking in both sides of the mouth, like you would say in America. It's just what it is. You like it or not? Okay. Well, if you want to talk to Vladi, it's toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I believe we're going to line four and a call for animal communicator Joy Turner. We have Dusty on the fo- Dusty. Is that correct? Yes. Welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, I drive trucks, and I found this little dog. He's some kind of mixture. I'm not even sure what all he is. He might be terrier and poodle and stuff. Cute little thing, but I was in a truck stop, and I heard this dog crying, and I thought somebody had a dog out on a leash, and I, I went out, and here this dog was chewed up, all matted and dirty and stuff, and I, uh, he tried to get up, and he fell over and stuff, and I just I couldn't leave him there, so I picked him up and put him in the truck. Uh, didn't know if he's going to make it or not, but I nursed him back to health, I guess, and he just loves me. But I was wondering where he came from, how he got out, uh, if he was actually somebody left him go or or what, because he's the nicest little dog, but I could tell that he he definitely was on the run for a while. Okay, and Dusty, what do you call him? I call him Chance now. Um, Chance, by the way, wanted me to know his name so that he could be called something that said someone loved him, which okay. is what he considers that means from you. And he says he does love you. He does want to be with you. He really appreciates that you're not trying to get him a different home. And he said he got taken before from his other home by some people that were not so nice. They He basically escaped from them and ended up wherever you found him. Oh. So he must have gotten stolen from his other people. But he's very happy to not be where he was. Yeah, well, I know he was in bad shape when I got him and... He's just the friendliest little thing, and I really did want a dog in the truck. I had cats in the truck when my wife drove with me, but I just, he loves me, and I love him, so, and he likes going in the truck, so. He's very happy with his life now. He really appreciates it. All right. Well, I was wondering, I was hoping that uh, somebody wasn't really missing him or something, that he had got out somehow and, and got lost or something. No, he doesn't think they're missing him anymore. Okay. Sounds like a match, Thanks. Dusty. Oh, yeah, well, we're, we're a pretty good pair. 
Good. Thanks for calling, Dusty. All right. I appreciate that. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Joe, what can, you, what can you tell about my German Shepherd, Mika, by the way, who is just lay down next to me? A boy or a girl? Yeah, I'm not feminist, but I love female dogs. You know, the male dogs is always dealing with this testosterone, things like this. I have no patience to that. I like female girls. She's the female. She's the bitch, Mika. Is she uh, the one that you take out to demonstrate things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She really likes being the example for people because she thinks she is like the ultimately behaved dog. Like a model or something. Yeah, and she likes to go out and be the demonstration of not only just how good you are, which is something she loves to say to everybody, basically, look how good he is, look how good I behave, so he's got to be really good to teach me. She thinks she was not the easiest dog to train. No, she wasn't. If he's proud of her daddy, she likes the (laughs) Russian man. Yep. She loves what you do. She loves that you help the dogs. And she loves that she gets to demonstrate all kinds of good things that you can do and show people how even dogs that she would consider herself previously a kind of an unruly dog. Oh, my gosh. You're such a magic person because while you're talking to me like this, you see what she's happening. She's just jumping on me and wants to kiss me. It's as amazing. She's telling, yeah, it's amazing. Look at this. She's just telling, yeah, she's absolutely right. It's amazing, Joe. You're just, you like, I mean, my, my best compliment to you would be you're like KGB. You know, you can really see through the distance. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome, my friend. Your dream team is here and in place to answer your questions and help you with your animal problems. Of course, Lottie will help you with your personal problems, too, but I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) Oh, my God, no. (laughs) We, We only have so much time here. Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani from Animal Planet. Kicking off a new season just uh, just a few days now. Yes, season four, I think it is. Of Dogs 101 on Animal Planet. Go, Check Joey. that out. Go, go Joey. Joey. Go, go, Joey. Joey. <laughs> also, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Let's say you went to the trainer, your local trainer, and they couldn't solve that problem. Well, he can solve the problem for you. He's usually the last one people call, which is too bad. He should be the first. And Stacy Cohn working in the newsroom, always here before we are. What's going on? Well, there's a $25 million prize waiting for you if you can solve the problem of pet overpopulation. Wow. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. $25 million. Jeez. How you doing, Vlad? Good, good. Just uh, came home yesterday. Very late. Difficult case. Uh, oh, you had a difficult How long did it take you? <laughs> How long can it take it? I mean, talking to the people few hours do this exorcism surgery to exercise the evil out of that dog five minutes people are much hard trained than their dogs that's for sure and the dog and the owner always is the problem unfortunately they don't see the problems unless the dog bites someone unfortunately that's the 90 probably 95 percent of my callers uh, not the callers and the people who call to my office Basically, the dog has already done everything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I believe in mother of prevention. Let's do it before that happens. That's what my advice to the listeners. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Is it Elaine? Elaine? Hi, Elaine. Welcome to Animal Radio. I have Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard for you, right here. Okay. What I'm, I'm calling you about two things. She barks out of control all the time. And another thing, she has a licking uh, 
thing. She just licks, lick, lick you, just lick you. Lick her problem. Yeah, Elaine, what's the problem you hate more, licking or barking? Well, well, the barking is something else. I, mean, I can imagine. Barking can be the thing which is basically the number one reason when uh, the people get mad of you and neighbors keep complaining and, uh, you know, officials appear in your step door. And when well, I take uh, her out, you know, in the car, she just barks at everyone. She just goes crazy in the car, you know. Yeah. What breed? Oh, she's a um, Chihuahua and Terrier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Judy! Don't look at me like that. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, what can I tell you? I mean, both of them are troublemakers in the big way. In the big way. Yeah. Well, then, what you're telling me. It's basically almost like Chihuahua terrorist mix. <laughs> That's what you have. Listen, uh, the good news is it's a small dog. Yeah. The good news is it's uh, very easy to startle. Let me discover for you one simple thing so you just, you and everyone who's listening to me remember. Dogs are not stupid. They don't do for long which doesn't work for them. As to every living creature, including humans with a special uh, such a nervous system we are moving away from this pleasure and moving toward the pleasure all what you need to show to your dog the barking does not feel good barking doesn't sound good because she's not gonna get what she's looking for your dog is looking as the dog barks the dog looking for excitement so you scream and yell at your dog um scare the people um uh, the people will move away from the from her so she's weaning all these things ex exciting she basically gets attention that's what she that's what she's looking for okay. and this behavior is going to continue on unless she will think boy if i do that something awful will happen in return. From that time, she will stop. And all what you need to do to catch her in the actions four or five consecutive times, I suggest you to create her when you cannot supervise her. But when you can supervise her, watch her like a hawk, like mm -hmm. KGB. Okay? So keep one, whatever one of your eyes is doing second needs to be on the dog because all what you do, need to do to catch her five consecutive times in action and you'll be done you win five consecutive battles and you will win the war and uh, in order to win those consecutive battles quicker you need to set them up see what the triggering your dog is if um, you know doorbell ask somebody to push the doorbell all the time okay and if she barks correct her if she doesn't bark give her love i mean give her cheese you know if uh triggering is the man appearing at you uh, the mailman is a trigger mailman yeah i mean make the mailman the good guy so you know mailman appear i'm gonna tell you how correct correct him but after that put your dog in the crate ask the mailman come in he gonna give you treats and she gonna love him i have a mailman who loves to help me in the things like that if i had a problem with some type of the boot campers dogs or something like that. He loves to stop by and give them delicious treats. Mm -hmm. It calls double. It calls reconditioning. You're conditioning to see, so the dog would percept something positive, which he percept negative. But remember, mm -hmm. before you do that, you it's like a like a race car. 
you got to push on the brake. You have to stop your dog from this behavior. And here is you have to do it. You have a two choices, or you do the hard way, or you do the easy way. The hard way would be startle your dog uh, by for, uh, throwing on the, um, tossing on the floor next to her sharply, um, like a Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola can with few, yeah. no more than five, six penis. So it would be very light. Uh, hell, could you bark for me? And you just, just toss that can next to her. She just look at you, just, wow, where this came from? From that time, you could say, good girl, good boy, mama bite, mama lick. It's not American society. Nobody goes to the jail. Pop, uh, doggy culture don't have a puppy psychologist on staff or, you know, puppy protection agencies. You know, mama licked and uh, be done with this. From this time, you can, if it's mailman, you can put her in the crate and uh, and bring the mailman and the mailman will give her kalbasa, whatever it is. This is the hard way. And the easy way, I uh, keep talking about that like a broken phone and sometimes get in trouble. Sometimes my f- big friend of mine, she's a publisher of uh, Fido Friendly magazine, big friend of the animal radio. And I'm writing articles for them, and I'm always talking about pet convincer. And she sent me a reply and just said, if something else beside that, I said, yes, there is a many things beside, but it's require a lot of skills. But this one, even cavemen can do it. Everyone can do it. Just push the button, air comes out, you're going to startle your dog into the attention. One convincing blast, your behavior, bad behavior in the past. I sent her unit, one, the newest model. She just loved it. She said, that's just really, this is this is the things, you know, this is the really work. So, push the button. I mean, you know, licking the way she's Licking, you can use pet convincer too to stop her from licking, but also remember, all that licking behavior and the excessive barking behavior, the cause of that behavior is your dog is jobless. Give your dog job to do, okay? Put the collar on leash, do something basic obedience in your house. Tell her, sit, stay, come, walk her around the house, make sure she's tired, and after supply for her the wonderful tool Focusing on them. Chew toys like bull sticks and interactive toys. Toys where she can lick something for hours, peanut butter inside frozen. So exercise, physical, mental toys. And if it doesn't work and she still bark on lick, use the pet convincer or throwing can, whatever you believe, that's going to work. Call us after that. Just do this approach. Do it religiously. I promise you, it's going to work. Thank you for calling us. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or a checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com Are you ready to do something about your high credit card debt? Tired of paying double-digit interest rates, late fees, over-limit fees? It's time to stop the madness. Get out of debt the safe and affordable way with Credit Card Relief. With Credit Card Relief, there are no upfront fees, no monthly maintenance fees, and no settlement fees. You don't pay anything until a debt is settled, all with a 90-day money-back guarantee. That's Credit Card Relief. 
managed by local attorneys and state, with workout plans tailored to your debt situation. Get out of debt in months instead of years, all while saving thousands in future bank fees. Call the original credit card relief, where the consultation is free and the results are real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief, 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. This is Animal Radio, baby. In just a few minutes, Stacey Cohn will have news. And what is perhaps some of the best news since hearing that the Burger King King is out? <laughs> the uh, microchip. California is going to require microchips, it looks like. Or they're require? trying to make laws. Wow! So this is uh, this is something I firmly believe in. Oh yeah! Every animal should have a it's microchip. It's not that expensive either. I know I'm going to get a lot of calls right now from people that say we don't want the government following us around. It has nothing to do with the government following you around. It has to do with following your animal if they get lost or or perhaps when they get returned to be able to identify who belongs to who. It's really very very simple. And I believe that you also should have a couple of forms of ID, not only the microchip. But uh, a collar is also really important or uh, something that people can see on the outside because you can't always tell if an animal has a microchip. Do you microchip uh, or test the microchip of every animal that comes in the hospital, Doc? We try. We definitely try. I mean, any new bats, it's absolutely mandatory. But, you know, every week, if you read the paper, you watch the news, there's always a story of a pet that's finding their owners after months or years. Mm. So microchips are proven to work. They reunite um, lost pets, sometimes extraordinary distances and times. So really, it's just um, it's just a lifesaver. I, I just I, I endorse them fully. Good. If you want to hear more about the litigation coming up in the news, that's just a few minutes away. But first, let's hit the phones with Victoria. Hi, Victoria. Welcome to Animal Radio. Thank you. What's going on? Well, um, thank you for taking my question today. I'm a first-time listener to your wow. um, segment on 94.7 today. That's, um, that's so the second I, second new listener. We should have yay. like some kind of fanfare or something like that. Second new <laughs> listener. Well, welcome. Well, I, thank you, and I do appreciate it because I have a question that I've had a concern about for not quite the last year, but I have a Siamese cat that's over 15 years old, mm-hmm. and my concern was that she's not using her litter box <laughs> any longer. Okay, and for either peeing yeah, or pooping? Yeah, that's never happened. She's been very clean, and, um, you know, she knows she's doing it, <laughs> not in the litter box, and I can't understand why. Okay. Now, um, has the kitty cat been to the veterinarian anytime recently as far as, like, checking her health status? Um, no, no. Actually, I inherited this cat. My father passed on, and so it's his cat, although she's familiar with the whole family, and um, so I know the history of the animal. But, no, I haven't recently, and she's very healthy. It, so I don't know what it is. I have actually another cat as well that's younger. They have separate litter boxes. 
Mm-hmm. And they're, they're kept clean, you know, and they're kept in a private separate area so okay well i can tell you i can guarantee you there's something wrong um and i'm I'm not saying that to startle you or freak you out in any way but for a cat that's had a normal pattern of avoiding behavior and then all of a sudden stops using the box there's a couple things that come to the forefront of my concern list um number one is arthritis number two is arthritis and number three is arthritis (laughs) um And today, you know, I even had a very lengthy discussion with a client today who was arguing the fact that her cat wasn't in pain because she didn't cry out. And what we have to really look back and and recognize is cats are not dogs and cats are not people. So we may complain and moan and carry on and tell our loved ones when we've got a headache or something's hurting us, but cats really don't do that. It just doesn't do them any good. They may change in their patterns of behavior. And one of the common things that we can see with low-grade chronic pain is the avoidance of the litter box. And, um, you know, whether or not she recognizes it and knows that she's not using the litter box, it may not be even a concern of hers. Hers is if if she's in pain, she doesn't feel like crawling into the litter pan. She may not feel like making those movements or even scratching. So in many cases with older kitties, there's a couple steps litter pan wise I will do. Number one is, um, you know, definitely see your veterinarian. Make sure she does have a good health exam and we rule out other health problems that could be going on. Um, other things medically, diabetes, kidney problems, um, any other concerns. But I would want to see about getting her on some arthritis remedies. We can use things like glucosamine in cats, and we can use some different injection products. Um, There's one called Adequan that can be used to help control arthritic pain. We can't use a lot of the routine pain remedies you use for people or dogs. So no, no over-the-counter pain remedies for cats without direction. Um, But sometimes addressing the arthritic pain on on a medication level can be very helpful in making them more comfortable and restoring them back to some of their normal behaviors. But in the meantime, I would also do some changes in the litter pan itself. Um, I will oftentimes cut the litter pan edges down in half, or sometimes you can actually go to the store and buy under uh, bed storage boxes, which have a lower edge, and use that as an alternative for the litter box. Um, That way they don't have to step up and go into something. Um, That can make it very useful. And then we do even see some senility problems in cats. And, um, you know, that can be... Uh, loss of house training um, in dogs, and we can see the same thing in cats as part of the kind of uh, deterioration of what they would recognize as their normal behaviors. Um, so that might be something also to talk to your veterinarian about whether that might fit into her uh, her category there. But And, and you said there, there's two boxes in this house right now? Actually, they're in the garage, and the cat door leads into the garage, and there's just two small steps. Um, okay. But if it can affect the cat in the way that you explained, mm-hmm. you know, that could be really big for her. Something yeah, as simple yeah. as, yeah, putting a, a litter box on the same even level that um, the kitty spends most of her time or in another part of the house so that we don't have to walk across a whole house to, to find the litter uh, source. You know, that seems so easy to us, but, you know, if, if we do have some health problems, making it convenient can really make the difference here. Right, I understand. I'm going to throw in my two cents worth because Dr. Oh, sure, Debbie... Oh, sure, because Hal has to, I, right? <laughs> I, well, th- I have to because this is this is from you. And, you know, this is kind of interesting, but we have, as you know, Tiggers, the studio cat, one of the other studio cats. She's 11 years old? She's 11 years old, yes. Okay, so she's been using her litter all her life, and now we just noticed that she would go poo in the litter, 
and that she would uh, pee next to the litter on some carpet. We kind of thought, what's that about? So we asked Dr. Debbie, and Dr. Debbie said, why don't you put a litter out with a piece of carpet in it? And, believe it or not, she uses that religiously now to pee in. So what we figure, it, it worked. What we figure is that she probably is getting older and maybe arthritic, and she doesn't want to be digging in the sand or... Mm-hmm. Uh, through the litter, but she, we have cured the problem. The problem is fixed because we accommodated oh, her. Yeah, it's a low litter box, so she doesn't have to climb into it. It's low. The sides are low, and the carpet. And I got uh, went to a, oh, my local to... carpet store and got a bunch of scrap remnants, remnants and for real cheap, real cheap. So now I can just dispose of them. And uh, and she loves that litter. She, she loves, uses it. My concern was that she wasn't going to be able to differentiate between that carpet and then the carpet on the floor, but. She goes, but she's not. She's going in the right spot, she goes right? In the right spot. Uh, I have two separate boxes, of course, that are separate, but they're in the garage, of course, mm-hmm. so that it's not in the house. Uh, we put ours all over the house. Almost the location, location, <laughs> location, location. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's not acceptable to me. I mean, I love my cats, but it's like you know, it well, just it's just cleaner all the way around that way for them, and then they like the privacy as well. Get some of those little privacy screens and kind of put them around if you don't want it to look at litter boxes all over the house. <laughs> we wish you the best of luck with that, and thank you for thank listening. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the Dream Team right now. Not a lot of people know that uh, this is actually Joey Volani playing the violin as a as a kid. You were uh, you were. You were born with a grooming hand and a violin playing hand, I understand. Correct. Correct. I scissor with one side and I hold the violin with my chin and um, use my other hand. Um, You're quite the multi-talented. Multi-talented. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And that's why Senior Pet Products is sponsoring Joey Volani, of course. They've streamlined their website. If you want to get anything on their website for 25% off, listen up. The promo code this week is SAVE25. SAVE25. Head on over to SeniorPetProducts.com. Look for the Animal Radio logo. Put in SAVE25 and you'll save 25% on your entire order, making it probably like the cheapest flea medication that you're going to find, the cheapest uh, beds you're going to find, anything they have there. And as I've said before, don't be deceived by the name because they have a lot of stuff for the younger animal too. SeniorPetProducts.com bringing us... Joey Volani with the tip of the week, one that I'm very excited to hear. Well, you know, I, I, I thought about this one a little bit because my grooming friends that say, you know, every time you talk about groomers, well, not every time, but a lot of times you bring up, you know, what to watch out for and um, be careful that groomers um, don't do this to you and, and don't do that. But what I want to talk about this time is really the importance of your professional groomer because there is a, an, an importance there just more so than, um, than a haircut. Uh, hold on okay. a second. This is a studio. Can you close the door, please? Okay, I'm sorry. Go on. So the dogs, they at least let dogs in. They think this is like... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, your professional groomer, besides giving you a great haircut on your dog and a a clean-smelling dog and making everyone happy, they will see, next to the general family, they see the dog more than usually anyone else, um, more than a veterinarian, more than um, a trainer, um, more than a kennel. The thing about that is this. They're going to notice a lot of things on your pet that you may not because there's certain things that we do that a lot of people don't do at home. I'll give you an example. In the private areas of your dog, you know, your professional groomer. Yeah, I won't mess with that at all. That's totally the Well, 
you know what? Most people don't. But you, you know what? Sometimes you never notice if there's any, if there's any growths, if there's any, if there's any irritation, wow. if there's things that shouldn't be there that they're going to want to let you know about. Because they clean the ears, they're going to look in the ears. They're going to be the first to tell you. You know what? Your dog may have the start of something. Take it to your veterinarian because it smells like an ear infection um, or it didn't look right. And you don't know how many times I've, I've had clients that have come up to us and, and thanked us um, a million times because we were we found that um that 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 growth on the dog that was the early stage of cancer that um the veterinarian w- was able to take out that's and cool. it never came back and and you know what so so your groomer really is 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 really a good person to go see more than just a haircut because they're going to notice things on your dog that you may not notice i'm going to give you a little bit of a story here okay when i was about 11 years old i can remember um being in in the grooming salon um which was um super dog at the time it wasn't nash academy back then and the one groomer was had a matted dog and she was shaving between the dog's um toes um and when she squeezed down on on the pad a toothpick pushed through the skin and out from between the toes. I'm going to say it was about a quarter of an inch long. When the people came back, we showed them there was a big hole there. They couldn't thank her enough because the dog had been limping for a while, and the x-rays, when they birthed to the veterinarian, were, were not picking this up for whatever reason. You groomers are doing some good things, and I know that last week we kind of ticked off some groomers by saying, kind of implying that all groomers are bad. That's not the case, right? I'll never imply that, but I'm going to tell you what. When things, when I hear bad stories going on in grooming salons and I need to pass it off to, to the general public um, to the animal radio um, fans I'm going to do that no matter what I'm going to say it like it is but also on the other end I do got to tell you about the good that they do and by going to your professional groomer every four to six weeks the dog is really getting a body checkup as well Joey Volani on Animal Radio all the tips over at AnimalRadio.com This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. So, do you think you might be able to solve the problem of pet overpopulation? If you could do it, you could win a $25 million prize. Across the world, scientists from more than a dozen institutions are harnessing cutting-edge technology so they can develop a non-surgical sterilant for dogs and cats. They hope their innovative experiments will pay off in a couple ways. One, solve the problem of pet overpopulation. And two, secure that $25 million prize so they can put it in their bank account. In 2008, Found Animals Foundation announced the launch of its unique Michelson Prize and Grants program. It was named after Found Animals creator Dr. Gary Michelson. He's a billionaire orthopedic spinal surgeon who wants to see a decrease in the four-plus million animals that have been euthanized each year in U.S. shelters. Hunters, animal rights activists, and even her best friend have failed to lure Yvonne, the German cow, back to the farmyard. Well, now they're bringing in the bull. Yes, a big uh, German bull. I guess uh, Vladi can do that better than me. But anyway, German media has been fascinated by the tale of Yvonne, who ran away from a farm near the Bavarian town of Moldorf in May. And she was happily living off the land for months till she was put on a most wanted list because she bolted in front of a police car. You just don't mess with the police. Moldorf authorities ruled that Yvonne was a security risk after her close encounter. And they've been 
given permission to gun her down if they find her. So far, she's managed to evade everybody, and the cow's escapades have become a hit on German TV. Animal rights activists have tried to save her by bringing in her best friend and even her calf to lure from the forest hideout, but she takes a look from a distance and just runs away again. And now they're trying to lure Yvonne with Ernest, the breeding bull. You know what that means. He's built really well. They're hoping that uh, he'll get a hold of her before the hunters do. Dog owners, they love to boast about their abilities of their canine pals, but not many can say that their pet can add and subtract. A Labrador retriever in Montana named Bo can also reportedly do some division, and he's memorized square roots. I had trouble with basic math. Owner David Matson says the dog gives his answers in the correct number of woofs. Davidson said he began honing Bo's math skills when he was a puppy. He taught him how to count using dog biscuits. The lab has become a local celebrity in the Montana resort town where his family spends a summer, and Bo visits shops, restaurants, cabins, demonstrating his unusual abilities. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z it's Vinny Penn, your party animal, coming at you on Animal Radio. You know, I was just thinking the other day about something very interesting. I, I, I've admitted here on the air before, when I was very, very, very little, to being afraid of dogs, which is why I understand my daughter's fear of dogs. And then, of course, we wound up owning two, and they were two of the greatest loves of my life, my two dogs, Rocky and uh, Cruiser. But I was remembering the other day that what doesn't help, because somebody almost said it to my daughter, and I stopped them, is when you're told, oh, don't be afraid of dogs, they can smell fear, you know. No six-year-old wants to hear the word, they can, they can smell, they'll know I'm afraid. Oh, and if they smell, I remember someone specifically saying to me, they'll smell the fear. First of all, fear doesn't even have a scent. But somebody said to me, they'll smell it on you, and it drives them up. Because next thing you know, you're walking by a dog, and you're like, I'm not afraid of you. You certainly can't smell that fear. What are you looking at? There's no reason to look. And there is this weird kind of electric, in-the-air current thing happens that a dog will start barking. I remember one time walking by a dog. I'm not afraid. I'm not, just looking straight ahead. I'm not afraid. And he started looking at it, side eyes at it. Well, oh, you look very- you're, you're walking like a young boy who's afraid of me. And now I'm going to give you something to be afraid of. What is it with the they can smell the fear thing? I don't even understand that. And if that were the case, wouldn't dogs just be beefing with skunks? Wouldn't it just be something out of West Side Story? The dogs and the skunks rather than the jets and the sharks? Don't tell little kids that dogs can smell the fear. That is Vinnie Penn's mantra on this week's 
party animal. It's Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Fly to the world famous Russian dog wizard. Taking, he's actually taking a call off air. Somebody that didn't want to be on air. And he's uh, answering their most vexing dog issue questions right now. As well as animal communicator, Joy Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and Dr. Debbie. And uh, we were talking during the break here. One of these callers, I believe the one that Volani is talking to, was talking about their dog just ruins everything. Tears up the couch, tears up everything. Just Oof. sounds like an awful, awful like problem. Like a Marley that's sort of a yeah, that, that, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. And I, it gets, gets me to thinking. I hear this a lot. Uh-huh. People are always calling in with ruined stuff. And I think this, this would make a great radio bit. <laughs> I want to know what your dog <laughs> has ruined, what your dog has ruined in your life, whether it's uh, something you know, I, valuable I mean, to you or not valuable to you. Someone left their, their dog in a vehicle and it tore up their seats. No, Ladybug's not like that. No. Ladybug, you nipped all the chewing right oh, in the, the bush. She, you, she had, How no, about $1,200 cash? Twelve hundred dollars oh. cash? Yes, oh. that, yes. That 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 um happened to me um years ago when I I we we got the pit bull Buck um who was um I did the greatest dog in the world but the first two years of his life he he was horrible and I had gone to the bank I withdrew money and I put the envelope down and I went off somewhere I don't know what I was doing I'm saying ten fifteen minutes I came up and the envelope was torn into a million pieces. Oh, and um, it was <laughs> all the money was there. That's uh, that's uh, devastating. Really, probably one of the worst that I I've heard here today. In fact, I'm going to put that right to the top of the list. I <laughs> I thought I had heard the worst, but uh, twelve hundred dollars in cash really is a, is a lot of money, Ouch. and that could that could pay rent for me for like almost five months where I live. <laughs> closet. <laughs> And Wait, I was young. I was, horses? you know, I was a kid at the time, so it was definitely a lot of money. I think I was probably, oh, it was my first apartment, so I was about twenty-one years old when it happened. So, Joy, has uh, has any of uh, any of your pets or any of your animals in your life just what? absolutely emaciated something of yours? Not the puppies. My puppies are very good. They've never chewed up anything. But I have an Andalusian horse that's still young. He's just turned five. <laughs> oh no. That kid, I'll tell you, you buy him balls, he's got holes torn in him, you get fly masks on another horse, he takes those fly masks off those other horses and oh shreds them, oh, you put wow. blankets on him at winter, he rips holes in the blankets, so his stuff all looks pristine. Now, is it possible he was a dog, a, possibly a terrier or a lab in his past life? That's just, I'm that's, absolutely thinking that's probably where he was. I guess we can open this up. What your animal has animal, ruined, yeah. the s- stuff your dog or your cat, or your bird, or your horse have ruined. Uh, I'm thinking that uh, you have uh, you have a goofy lab, right? I yeah, I have one goofy lab and one very smart lab. <laughs> has the goofy one ruined anything of yours? Stuff of yours? <sighs> ruined any stuff? Um, y- you know, I don't know that we we raised him pretty good, so I think we probably had maybe some shoes in there early on, but uh, nothing too crazy. He's just eating all sorts of toxic things. <laughs> wow. Uh, we go to line three, and we have Mark. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, well, the stuff that my pets have ruined. Uh, what time does this show end? Because <laughs> I, I, I got a list. <laughs> that bad. What kind of dog do you have? Uh, a bunch of minpins. A but, bunch? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah. 
I, I've already given up on filing insurance claims. You know, but <laughs> what have you lost? I, they they chew a lot of stuff, but I found I can really. Uh, it can all be avoided. Ninety nine percent of the stuff that they used to chew up can be avoided uh, if I just I pay attention a bit more and I'm aware and I put things away because they just want you know they want to grab your shoes, your underwear, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, because it smells like me. So if I just put things away, they don't. I've eliminated a lot of that chewing. No. So it was mostly clothing, I understand. What you're saying is underwear? You put your underwear away now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I usually just wear one pair, so that, that simplifies things. <laughs> that works out things. well. I, and I don't take them off. But I, th- I think as opposed to actually chewing stuff up, my dogs used to go on the table, and I came downstairs one day, and I'm like, okay, I smell something here. I'm looking all over the floor. I'm looking everywhere. Okay, I don't see no piles. I sit down to finish my cup of coffee. Oh, yeah, right there in the middle of the kitchen table, a fresh steamer for me. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I push the chairs in now. <laughs> that's that's a good move now. How many did you say you had? Uh, right now I have five dogs. Five dogs. That's that, a lot of... Isn't that like a gaggle of them or something? I believe that is a gaggle. <laughs> Look that one up there. I, I guess he never heard the saying, never crap what you eat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't eat there. I do. So it wasn't me that did it, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thanks for your call, Mark. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll continue this next week. You can go ahead and keep on calling one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the Dream Team. Brought to you by Pets Day. The dog days are every day with Pets Day, available exclusively from Imperial Palace and Rio's Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day provides unique in-room amenities for the dogs. That includes food, a water dish, a sleeping mat, dog treats, and the specialty dog room service menu. Gotta love it. <laughs> you heard me right. These guys have gone a little bit overboard, but it is Las Vegas, right? Where everything's just a little bit overboard. Details at Caesars.com slash Pets Day Las Vegas. Take them out to Las Vegas this weekend and tonight and for the next month. You can play Name That Tune live. Remember that show? Does that show how damn old I am? I used to even do it on the radio, you know? (laughs) Just ask if anybody in the car could name the tune before the song started. I used to be an avid watcher of that. Joy, do you remember that show, Name That Tune? I'm going to say yes, even though I would like to say no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're doing it live in Las Vegas. It's at the Imperial Theater at the Imperial Palace. And it's us. Tickets start at $54. They're going to take 100 audience members. They'll step on stage, and somebody's going to walk out with $10,000 in cash. So check that out. The Imperial Theater at the Imperial Palace tonight and for the next month. Thanks, Pets Day, for uh, sponsoring Animal Radio. We appreciate that. I think I'm going to Las Vegas. Yeah, name that tune. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. 
Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. What's super cool in pet carriers? The Zazuka. It rolls. That's right, on wheels. And it's not just two wheels. Zazuka has four wheels that are double stacked to glide right over curbs and upstairs. Furry friends can catch the view through the soft mesh sides in the front window. The frame is so sturdy, you can sit on it. And the whole thing can be secured with a standard seat belt while you're in the car. Check out Zazuka at Zuka.com. That's Z-U-C-A.com. toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. You can also reach us during the week at that phone number. If you don't want to be on the air, or email us at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com. In fact, all of our individual email addresses over at the website at animalradio.com. I know Ladybug, her email box has been full of all kinds of well wishes. <laughs> well wishes. Thank you, everybody. Three weeks out from the luxating patella surgery, it's hard to believe that she ever had the surgery in the first place. The Dogs? Only, yeah, the only thing you can tell is because she's still shaved. If she wasn't shaved there, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Dogs have a, an amazing resilience. She's not bitching. She's not moaning like I would be doing. And you still are doing, hell. Huh? Uh, yeah. One. And, you know, that's amazing because, you know, if, if a woman has a uh, hysterectomy, yeah. you know, you're laid up in bed, it's hard to move, you're really tuckered out. You know, I send dogs home the same day, and we're struggling to keep them down and relaxing. <laughs> so they really do have an ability. It's not that they don't feel pain, but they just there's no essence there's a reason for them to pay attention to that um you know they just have to keep on trucking through it it looks like someone gave you that sweatshirt that you're wearing right now isn't it a nice is that because of ladybug yes yes (laughs) okay because of ladybug tell listeners what it says on the front of your sweatshirt well it's got a picture of a dog looks like a black lab with one of those cones those elizabethan (laughs) collars on it and it says it's all fun and games until someone ends up in a cone. Oh, yeah. So, did uh, Ladybug have to wear a cone at all? She was sent home with a cone, and uh, she had it uh, during her hospital stay. But I have to say, she was uh, very good in not picking out her stitches. Well, that's good. So, so what do you... I, so the sweatshirt okay. I have, it's from Dog is Good. It's awesome. It's Comfortable. Dog is good. Is that a company? Yes, it's W. Like life is good, right? Yeah. Dog is good. Okay. www.dogisgood.com. And it's so comfortable inside. I love wearing it, and I wear it out. I get lots of compliments on it. Looks good on you. I highly recommend this company for their clothing. They've got hats. They've got mugs. They're, they have great gifts. And what they've done is they've given me an extra one is of that these for me? hoodies. No, 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 no. This hoodie sweatshirt, this extra one that I have is for one of our listeners, our lucky listeners. I'm listening. No, 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 no. No, it doesn't work. So I want someone to call in, and they can get the same hoodie sweatshirt that I'm wearing. Looks like from my size, too. Dogisgood.com. Stop it, Hal. All they have to do is call 866. 866- Four zero five eight four zero five, and I will personally send out one of these awesome sweatshirts from Dog is Good. Thanks, Dog is Good, for the uh, sweatshirts for our listeners. And uh, was that other one that you're wearing supposed to be for listeners? No, 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 no. This is for me. I have to review products. Uh, I have to review gotcha. it. So, so I can't wear it now and then give it to a listener. That wouldn't be right. Gotcha. Okay. So I had to test and it. I, so. 
I gotta say, I have one of those shirts too. And it's just, dog lovers just, you can see the, their smile the across their face. <laughs> Anybody who's had a dog in a cone, they understand that. And, um, yeah, you'll, you'll make friends everywhere you go. It's a great conversation starter. Everybody has to come up and talk to you about it. So. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, I'm glad that she didn't have to wear a cone, and I'm glad we're giving this away from Dog is Good. Good stuff there. By the way, if you don't have a good dog, if your dog is bad, uh, we want to hear from you. Stuff that your dog or your iguana, your ferret, your cat has ruined. Stuff your animal has ruined. one 405 8405 We figured, you know, I mean, we Everybody's hear these calls all the time. We want to hear your story. Tell us what they've ruined. So far, Joey, I think, uh, tops the cake, really. Uh, to be honest, our very own Joey Volani had $1,200 uh-huh. eaten by his dog. Oh. Uh. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. She loves humans and she accepts dogs. She can be the bitch toward them. I believe if she would be somebody else's dog, she would be aggressive dog to the, uh, dog to dog aggressive. You're talking about Mika, of course, right? Of course. You know, dogs like a humans. They are born on one side of the scale or another. She was born being sweetheart to the people, but not too much to the dogs. You know, in America, everyone is believing that everyone is created equally. If it would not the rage, I would say a little bit, I would give a little bit more, much harsher word to this description. But I just tell you exactly like I said on Late Show with David Leatherman. Yeah. Dogs as the human, some of them came in this world smart, some stupid, and some between. So, <laughs> Mika was born sweetheart to the human and be bitchy to another dogs, but I keep it on control. My dogs were could... born sweet and they just love everything. Like, sounds like you. You know, you want, you want to have a, unless somebody push you into the corner, from that time, watch out. That sounds like my wife, you know. I mean, she's the sweet girl, but oh my gosh. And hell has, it had its own experience with that, by the way. You just push that lady. She just will look at you, and you will be looking for the fifth corner of the room and will not be able to find the one. <laughs> you remember, Al? <laughs> no, but it sounds like me. You know, he, he says nothing. He doesn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> because, because Antonina, my wife's name, so, I mean, she's like KGB. She has the uh, big, big ears and long hands. <laughs> she keeps you in line. She keeps you, you know, when oh you're out in the real world, you're like, uh, you're the alpha, but when you get home, the roles kind of reverse. That's it. That's it. She's like a neck where the head goes, the, where the neck goes, head goes. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of my clients, ladies, you know, and I have to tell you very honestly, you know, some of them really favoring me a lot. You know, some of them asking me to stay overnight because their dogs for some reason behaving badly for really? the night. And yeah, I mean, just the offering, asking. You know, I never sleep with anyone who I'm working with because, you know, even my office manager wants it, but I just, you know, excuse me, you know, once you do that, you, it's becoming equals. I cannot demand, because you know me, I'm, I'm not the Caesar Milan, I'm not the nice guy when it comes to dealing with uh, human stupidity. I just, you know, I just cannot take it. I just, uh, very Don, Donald Trump type of a personality, very authoritarian, and uh, I, ne- I don't take the word no from for answers. You know my style. So, anyway, you know, if you're becoming buddy with anyone, you know, you cannot... 
let's say I had a great time with the Joe Turner this night, you know, and so Joe, so sorry. And the next morning, I can t- if she if you would work with me. Wait, please. wait, why are you apologizing if she had a great night? Seriously. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So the next morning, I just thought, okay, Joe, now we gotta do this and this and that, and you gotta do it quick, you know, like back in the Soviet Union, you know, no democracies here. I tell you, do it. She'll tell me, excuse me, you know, I, you know, why you tell me that? We're just equals, and that's the biggest problem I think we see through the dog training. People wants to be equals to their pets, but let me tell you one simple thing, and I will shut up because you know, guys, it's very hard to keep me shut up. Every time when you are opening the mouth, mouth people, and tell your dog anything, 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 come, sit, stay, you automatically assuming the position of authority from the dog's perspectives. And if this position has no base for from the dog's perspectives, you never will be in the position. You never will be in the position to change the things because dog will always questioning your authority. That's the key. So a lot of things which you think it's okay as far as your dog bark nonstop or five, six times or pulling you on the leash, but you still want to fix the chewing. You want to, you want your dog calm to you. And everything which you think it's okay or sleeping with your dog, everything which you think is okay is contributing to the problem which you are not okay with. Please keep it in your mind. I love you all. So, I don't know. This weekend, it seems like you're the, the, the kinder and gentler Vlade. Just this weekend. Uh, you know, I'm very gentle. I'm a very nice guy. You look at my blue Russian eyes. Yes, you know, I'm a very nice guy. I'm just sometimes very frustrated because, you know, I'm passing the step doors thousands times for those about 30 years now in my professional career and in five countries around the world. And, and, and my clients always, always think their case is unique and Vladi never seen that. Oh my gosh, Vladi is university educated animal behaviors. I did not learn how to train the dogs by watching them, how to train the dogs, my neighbor, uh, Michael across the street. Seven years in Musk University, I work with the dolphins. I work with the monkeys. I work with the wolves. Uh, on top of my grandfather, famous, who I, from five years old, I was uh, observing his uh, his work with uh, farm animals. Uh, he did behavioral, Pavlov behavioral research. In 30 years, and working with the top professionals across the world, I, you can close the eyes. And I still still can fix it. I still can do it. But I cannot hold the leash all the time. You know, the owner should. And unless the owner will be on my side, uh, unless he will not be on my side or whatever it is, I'm very tired. Like I said, I yesterday had a very difficult case, um, very dangerous dog. And I turn the dog around, as usual I do, with humor, with entertainment, and uh, help the people out. But I have to tell you, Unless the people believe they know everything, I always make analogy like a, a fortunate. I love Polish ladies. When it comes to the Polish man, they always believe they know everything. So unless you, they're they're acting like a Polish man who believes they know everything, I will not be able to help. However, if you come to me with the empty cup, I will fulfill it. That's my my goal. When when the ultimate surgeon comes to you and he tells you what needs to be done, don't judge. What the knife he using to do the surgery? Don't judge what medication he's giving to you. It's not going to be sweet. It's going to be bitter. But your dog had love more than anything in his world, and it didn't work. Let's try alternative, and that's alternative I am bringing. It's very alternative to anything which is available to, on the market. 
but very common to the dogs. That is why when the Vladi talks, everyone is listening. one 405 to talk to Vladi right now. And, of course, you can catch Vladi in Fido Friendly Magazine as he writes with uh, our friend Arden Moore. And, of course, Susan, who's not in today, wanted me to pass on that next week kicks off the Get Your Licks on Route 66 tour. This is the third annual uh, month-long adoption tour, stopping at partner shelters along the Mother Road, Route 66, of course. And uh, you can learn more at getyourlicks.org. Back to you next time, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. is Animal Radio Network.